Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah, yes. The Ben and Skin Show 105.3 The Fan. There's a lot of chatter out there about which hour of the Ben and Skin Show is the power hour. And it kind of changes on a day-to-day basis. Most people are saying that between 11 to 12 and 12 to 1, that it's extremely powerful. We teased that it was 12 to 1 yesterday, but kind of in looking back at it, Ben, mm-hmm. it may actually be the 11 o'clock hour. And a lot of people are saying, hey, man, I can't listen on the radio because I'm at work, so I stream. And most doctors agree that having a strong stream is a sign of health. Yeah, good health. Another guy who's extremely healthy is one of our favorite humans in the world when it comes to talking about Dallas Cowboys football. It's time to go to church. 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 It's time to church. It's time to talk to church on the Benetskin Show. Oh, yes. Joining us now on the Benetskin Show, it is the great Barry Church, former Cowboys safety, now member of the media. So, Barry, yes. tell us what you're doing it's with cover. For- oh, no. Church. It's time to go to church. It's time to go to church. All right. Tell us what you got going with DallasCowboys.com. Well, it's uh, pretty awesome so far. I mean, um, I'm host on the Cover 4 show that comes on in the mornings um, between, I think, 9, 20, and 10 o'clock. Uh, we do our morning show, everything about the Cowboys, and um, that's pretty great. I mean, for experience, when I was for myself, and uh, I think we've been doing a pretty good job with that show. And then also, they hooked me up with my own podcast, man. Me and your boy, D-Mac, Danny McCray, on um, the Players' Lounge, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. I mean, it's got a pretty cool setup, man. I'm looking forward to uh, getting after it this year. Okay, so, uh, you know, when you headed out for Jacksonville, you were gonna you built a house here and you stayed here. What Where are you staying these days? Where is the... Where is the Berry Church abode? The church residence resides in South Lake, man. Just out there in the suburbs, enjoying life, man. Just enjoying this retired life. Yeah, this retired life, but you're only barely retired. And and how old are you, Barry? I'm 31. See, oh my God, I mean, you're come a baby. On. You're just a baby in this world. And uh, <laughs> at 31, obviously, it's a tough life, and and it's a very physical life, especially when you are. Uh, a hammer hat bringing safety like yourself so this is true but you're only barely retired i mean if it, it is it possible that at some point during this season you get the itch and you start wanting to play and somebody reaches out to you and if they had enough money in their brinks truck you'd consider it oh hell no but i mean definitely, <laughs> <laughs> definitely i mean everybody has their price on certain things but uh for me in football i mean that that ship has sailed man I, i'm uh, i'm enjoying what i'm what i got going on right now so that uh, shit to sell, but you know money does talk. So I mean, I'm never gonna set the door completely because you never know how much money some people have. So, but uh, definitely as far as playing football again, nah, I don't see it happening anytime soon. Did uh, did you escape the game relatively unscathed? You feel good? All your body parts are still working and all that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, everything feels good. I mean, I mean, Achilles injury back in the day, that's fully healed, and, you know, everything else is pretty cool. And, I mean, the head's all straight. I'm able to play with the kids and everything. So uh, I pretty much got lucky and escaped the game pretty healthy. Is it going to be hard for you as you transition to the media side to fully be honest and forthright and give your real hot fire opinion if it involves people that you actually know that are still playing? Yeah, I think that's going to be the hardest part, man. Just like, because, you know, you got you develop these relationships over, you know, years of playing with guys. And, um, you know, when guys talk to you, they confide in you about stuff. And you don't want to go back, you know, yeah, yeah, it's hot takes and everything like that, but you don't want to, you know, you know, go get somebody's trust like that and, um, you know, say, spill the tea, as, as I would say. But, um, no, so far, I mean, I think it's going to be weird going into the locker room and doing, like, player interviews since I'm not, like, a part of the team or anything like that. I think that'll be the weirdest part. But um, so far, I haven't been able or I haven't had the opportunity to do that yet. But I think if that day comes, that'll be a weird opportunity for you, boy. Okay, we're talking to Barry Church here on the Ben and Skin Show. Let's get your uh... – I mean, there's obviously tons of news to talk about. We want to talk to you about Jalen and those things. But what is your assessment yeah. of this Cowboys defense in the first two weeks? The, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I mean, I knew they were great last year, but being able to do this back-to-back year so far, I mean, yeah, granted, they're going against the you know, Washington Redskins and the Giants, who, you know, their, their teams aren't pretty good this year. But, I mean, they're going, I mean, they're going out there and they're snuffing people. I mean, yeah, people getting late, you know, garbage time touchdowns on them. But you can tell this team is, like, defensively, I mean, they're, they're explosive, man. they got speed all over the field, and they're young, but the experience at the same time, which is huge for this team. And I mean, I've just been pleasantly surprised from what I've seen so far this season. All right, let's talk about Jalen Ramsey. Obviously, he was yeah. your teammate in Jacksonville. First off, were you surprised to see him getting into it with the head coach on the sideline? What's your take on all that? No, I really wasn't surprised at that. I mean, it, it happens all the time in the league. You know, players get into, into it with their coaches and, and yelling and all that good stuff, but um, you know, Rams is a fiery dude. He's a passionate dude. You know, he believes in his game and his, and his technique and all that good stuff. And, you know, if he feels like, you know, so strongly about it, because he's going to let you know about it. Now, the only thing I was kind of surprised about was the kind of the swipe that he put, um, that he kind of threw out there at, you know, Doug Marone. I mean, I don't, I'm not an advocate of putting hands on anybody. But um, but other than that, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised at the argument, but I was more surprised at the at the swipe he kind of threw at him. I mean, that, was, that kind of put me off guard. Is that something that had been building up? What kind of a personality is is the head coach there? Um, Doug, I mean, I wouldn't call him a player's coach by any means. Um, I think he's more just to get things done. And if it ain't my way, I mean, I don't really, you know, I don't really, you know, see any type of other view but my way. You know, same kind of kind of coach. And then Randy, you know, he's the same type of way. I mean, he's kind of he's strong and he believes what he believes. So when you got two strong personalities like that, I mean, you're definitely going to bump heads every now and then. Um, like this wasn't the first time they got into an altercation, but it was the first time I saw the physical part of it, and um, that was pretty surprising. You know, it, you could make the case that he's the best corner in the league and maybe the best player on the Jaguars. What do you think it's like for players in that locker room if it's a Marone versus Ramsey war? Are there are there multiple sides of this thing, or are most players going to be on Ramsey's side? Oh, uh, if not every single player in the locker room, somebody's going to be on Ramsey's side. I mean. Um, that was a that was a really close group when I was down there in Jacksonville. As far as the players are concerned, I mean everybody kind of talked and hung out with each other, and um, I think that kind of was what the problem was down there. It was kind of like a divided last year. It was kind of a divided team. I mean, you had the coaches on one side and you had the players on the other side, and uh, I think that's kind of what was the problem with us last year. But this year, um, headed into the year, I mean, I say they seem to all be on the same side. They seem everybody be you know, happy go lucky, and then uh, but losing, I mean, losing brings out the worst of everybody. So. 
Now, if they keep going down this road, I won't be surprised if we see uh, more altercations. Barry Church joining us on the Ben and Skin Show. What kind of a, a dude is Jalen? We know what kind of player he is. What kind of a dude is he? Does does it, I mean, we know he talks a lot. Does that bother his teammates? No, nah, not at all. Because, like, if you're willing to talk all that talk, you better be willing to back it up. And uh, from what I've seen from him when I was playing down here those past two years, he talked a lot of junk, but he was willing to go out there and back it up. Like, he would talk a lot of stuff about a receiver, but he wouldn't let somebody else go cover him. Or he wouldn't. Like, no, I'm not shadowing this week. No, he wouldn't do that. He would talk that stuff and then go out there and shadow the receiver. If the receiver had a good day, I mean, he uh, you know, tipped his hat off to him. But for the most part, I mean, receivers weren't getting the better of him. And, I mean, he was able to back up that talk. So as long as you're able to do that, I mean, players will have no problem with it. We're talking to Barry Church, and we know how your teammates uh, felt about you while you were playing. They had tremendous respect for you. We know the Cowboys organization has a tremendous amount of respect. So if Jerry and Stephen Jones came to you and they said, hey, listen, we're thinking about trading two number ones or a number one, a two, or whatever, whatever it takes to go get Jalen Ramsey. What would you say to the Cowboys about that if they said, hey, Barry, what do you think? Should we pay a huge price and go get this guy? Uh, I mean, it all comes down to what that price is. If you're just saying like a, a one for one, like a first round pick for Ramsey, then I'm all on board with that because, in my opinion, you can never have as many, uh, you can never have too many cover guys like you can never have too many pass rushers. So, yeah, we're deep back corner here with the Cowboys, but I feel like you can never have, you know, that many guys that can cover as well as he can. And he's arguably one of the, if not the best corner in the league. So if it's just a, an even exchange one for one, you know, I'm all on board about that. But if when you start to get to talking about them a first round pick, you know, a bag of chips and two other guys, I mean, then you start to then you start to you know to to get the ante up a little too high. But if it's a one for one even, you know, I have no problem with it. Yeah, that's kind of my question. I mean, I think uh, I the Cowboys have a really good secondary. I'm happy with all those guys. I think Byron Jones is probably the best player. Maybe you disagree, but how much better is Jalen Ramsey than Byron Jones, for example? Is it noticeably better or is it just a little amount um i would say playing with both players i would say it's a it's a noticeably uh a big and that's just because i feel like ramsey has played that position much longer than um than byron jones has you know he was playing safety he was going back and forth the corner all that good stuff but they both have the same um tangibles as far as you know great athletes all world athletes can run with anybody and they're long and can put their hands on a lot of people so they have both of that in common but when it comes down to the technique and just Nothing against Byron, but that dog mentality. I feel like you know Jalen kind of has that over him, but you know it's still it's still young in the year. It's still in the year. Talking to the great Barry Church on the Ben and Skin Show, one hundred five three, the Fan. All right, so uh, it it feels like the NFL is starting to get a little bit like the NBA, where players can just get unhappy and then say, "I'm out, trade me, I want to get out of here." Uh, is this something that's been brewing for a while? What do you make of all this? Um, I think it's just, you know, younger players are just getting smarter and realizing you need a bigger voice. I mean, especially with the, the whole social media thing going on. I feel like players just feel like they have a bigger voice and and can, can you know, discuss their displeasure for what the team has been going on. I mean, I also feel like you got to have some clout to this situation. You can't just, you know, anybody just can't go in there and be like, hey, I want to I wanna trade or you might just get released. So, um, but these guys, you know, in the Fitzpatrick and the Ramsey-type situations, I think these are two young guys that figured, hey, I'm in a bad situation right now. I don't want, you know, to wait on the organization to go ahead and make a move. I want to make, I want to put, you know, the, the stuff in my hands. I want to, I want to be able to narrate my own future. Um, so far, it's worked in Fitzpatrick's case and Randy's case. I mean, the jury's still out. We'll have to see. Yeah, that's that's what's amazing to me, Barry. As you look at, and you can throw Jamal Adams in there right now since there's so much chatter. But these are all, you know, top ten, top twelve p- 
pick type guys that are supposed to change this franchise that drafted them, help be a part of it. And they're all, you know, still on their rookie contracts and they're all forcing their way out. I mean, I understand what the players take is on all this, but is this good for the league in your opinion, or is it bad for the league? Um, it's, that's a tough one, but I feel like it at some stances it can be bad for the league because you just don't want you know everybody and their mom just saying I want to get out of this or I want to get out of that because then you know what's the you know what's the point of having contracts and everybody might as well just sign one year deals but um, that's that's a tough one I think at the end of the day it's going to end up being good for the league in a sense it's going to be more of a player driven league and guys will be more you know apt to you know I don't know do stuff for the team and all that other stuff but. Um, it, it's tough. It's a tough one to do, but like I said, I think it's it's going to end up working out for the league in the, in the long haul. So I want to get your expert opinion on safeties with regard to the Cowboys' two safeties. Uh, what are the strengths of both starting healthy safeties? We'll say Woods and Heath, and what are the weaknesses okay. of each guy? Um, well, Heath and Woods, I mean, they're both extremely for a reason. He's experienced. He's been back there for years now, and then Woods has had experience. I think what, this is the third season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes. So he's back there. He's experienced as well. And the pros with both of them, I feel like they're smart players. They're ranged players. They can both they can play both positions. I feel like you know Woods can play strong and Heath can play free just as well. So they're both ranged players and they have great ball skills. I mean Heath's been leading the team in interceptions the past couple of years, if I'm not mistaken. And Woods is out there. He seems like a ball magnet, even though he dropped that last one against Washington. It seems like the ball just kind of finds him. So those two guys, I mean, they're, they're great ball guys. And the only con I can throw out there, really, that I've seen these first two weeks is, is maybe the tackling. I mean, they've gone against some dynamic players, but maybe the tackling a little bit. But, I mean, that's that's an easy fix. Um, I think these two are, are legit safeties in this league. Barry, great stuff, man. It's nice to have you back on the show. Love uh, that you're doing stuff over at DallasCowboys.com, and we'll continue to have you on, brother. No doubt, man. Anytime I'm free, just let me know. All right, there he goes. Barry? Yep, hello? Barry, that was awesome. See you, Barry. I right, appreciate it. Barry? Thanks, Barry. All right. Barry? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.